Welcome, and thank you for joining us on the First Lutheran Podcast. During this 2022 season of Lent, First Lutheran Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota will explore the theme, Joyfully We Give. Even in a time of turmoil and uncertainty, we joyfully come together as a congregation to share our time and talents with each other, with our community, and with all those in need beyond our walls. This short podcast series will feature First Lutheran members as they share their stories of giving joyfully. On today's episode, we welcome members of the First Lutheran Stewardship and Giving Board. Welcome, everybody. We have the Stewardship and Giving Board with us this week on the FLC podcast. If you guys don't mind, I'm Mason Van Essen, chair of the board currently. Could we go around the room and say who's who's here? Um, Brigitte Peterson. Elma Callison. Hey, this is Aaron Kaiser. Great. And for the Lenten season, we're extending the Joyfully We Give theme that originally started with the stewardship theme last year. So if I could have you three discuss how we came up with that theme to kind of give us some context why we're in this Lenten season focusing still on Joyfully We Give. So back in the summer... Um, or generally in the summer, the stewardship board has to come up with a theme for that fall's campaign. And that can be a little bit of a struggle depending on what's going on and and different opinions and such. But the year before, we had decided to um, focus on the hope that we were having surrounding getting through the whole COVID pandemic. And so that formed that year's stewardship campaign with Hope We Give. We decided then to follow up with that because by last summer, things were looking better. Um, We had a large percentage of our population was vaccinated. um, Hospitalizations were down. um, People were starting to come back to church in larger numbers. So it felt like things were moving in a great direction. And we decided to to build on that sense of joy and come up with our Joyfully We Give campaign. To piggyback on that, Brigitte, we have found a lot of joy in being back together and just the little steps that we're able to um, get through this time together. I know we've had some conversations being able to sing together to be able to finally be semi-maskless and just to be like together in larger numbers and to um, be just just to be together again is just joyful you know to give back what God has first given us because all of this is not ours it's what God has given us I think last Wednesday when I came to the Lenten services at noon, the parking lot was full, and I it was the most joyful feeling I felt <laughs> in a long time. It just was, oh, we're back, and it's so good to be in God's house. Yeah, and that's, I think, the key to why we're even talking today is that when we focused on Joyfully We Give, the stewardship campaign last fall, that's obviously our board focuses on stewarding that your time, your talent, and your treasure, the congregations, those three things. And every stewardship campaign we're focusing, and everyone just assumes that stewardship is associated directly with money. Asking for money, it's always kind of an awkward proposition. And we've been focusing on, the at least in the last 12 months especially, how can we start focusing more on stewarding people's time and talent and really lifting those stories up, which is 
how the conversation expanded to the the Lenten devotional series and you know using the same theme of joyfully we give because people are giving their time and their talent um and we for the first time really uh are really focusing on those ministries in the Lenten devotional and I know you three are involved with different ministries here in church if you guys want to touch on that that would be that'd be great um, I am part of our Agape Quartet, so our Bell Quartet. I've been in choir with Brigitte yeah. for quite a while. Um, thinking of Luther House, too, being a graduate from there. Mm-hmm. How And I guess another another thing, if, how could you describe how they, those ministries were impacted during COVID? Yeah. And, how, and where, are they, where are they today? And how does that relate to Joyfully We Give? Well, when, during a pandemic, you couldn't be together. We couldn't even sing together as a congregation. You had like a cantor up in the balcony singing everything for you. Mm-hmm. But being back together, like we can sing as a congregation. We can ring together. We can continue our studies together, you know, more than just, you know, being on a Zoom call, which is good too. But you don't, you miss some of the in-person conversations that would naturally happen versus, you know, I mean, it's one, it's one thing to be on Zoom. You can do a Zoom chat and whatever, but it's, there's, you miss being in a room full of people together. You miss the contact. You mi- Yeah, you miss the body language. You yeah. miss the, the vibe. You look across the table while you're recording a podcast and you see the cues, you see the nods, you see the eye contact. That That's being, being together really is that important. How about, how about you, Bergen? Um, I piggyback on a lot of what Aaron just said. Um, yeah, I've, I've been involved in the choirs here for over 10 years. And so when that fell away, that was a big gap for me personally. Um, that is one way that I've always felt probably the most spiritual um, is, is singing and certainly singing with other people. Um, so that was a big gap. And I know when the choir did come back t- together this fall, granted slightly reconfigured from what we've been in the past, but still voices singing together. A lot of people expressed that that gratitude of being able to to sing together um, and continue to do so. And kind of other experiences I've had, which, you know, when we were, again, when we were talking back in the, in the summer about this whole theme of joyfully we give, another thing that came up is the phrase you were hearing so much back then and you still hear now is getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. And our discussion really focused on, well, why do we want to get back to normal? Why don't we use this as an opportunity to reset ourselves, maybe some of our ministries, our ways to engage? And I know for me personally, the um, pandemic brought forth opportunities that I didn't think of before. For me, it's it's helping serve at communion. Um, when they were looking for people, when we were doing it outside, um, that was a place where I felt I could jump in, and now I've found that I liked doing that and want to continue doing it, so I'm, I'm on the roster now for, for Saturday evenings, and I enjoy it. Um, so I, I hope other people have had experiences like that and would, and would share them, because I do think as we look forward, we can, we can learn from that and see how we can do things better and bring people into the fold and, and find new ways for them to engage. One thing that I've been active in is the small group Bible studies, and it just came to a halt, and I I hope that maybe we've always wanted to build on that, and uh, maybe now is the time we really can. So hopefully people will step forward. If anyone's interested, contact me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a I mean a great segue to that we're not just going to get back to normal. That in order to truly steward 
your time and how you're engaging with the church, whether it's a Bible study, whether it's singing, whether it's um, serving in various capacities, like now's the time to get plugged back in and, and your talent. There's so many, I mean, this church is has a ridiculous amount of opportunities to get involved and lifting up those stories about how um, people are engaging with those ministries we're all good Midwesterners and we keep our heads down and we, we and inviting others is, is difficult to do. So thank you for doing that Alma. Um, but I'd, I'd encourage anybody to pick up the Lenten devotional that is now available on, on the website and in church um, and read through some of the ways that people are um, engaging with these ministries um, and just, recognizing how people are stewarding their time and their their talent. Well, I was thinking about the women's groups. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not act, presently active in them, but, uh, you know, the circles, they, they didn't get together. And uh, it's it just the pandemic. And now we do have a big opportunity to get involved into our different groups. Maybe you haven't been into any of them. Now's the time to try because there's a lot of, everybody's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, speaking of, I mean, we've got new a new board member joining our board. So it's just like there is a, a, a fresh mm-hmm. energy in the church. I mean, we're, we're going through a lot of transitions mm-hmm. as a congregation. Right. But, and I think membership is a big part of that and well, uh, getting plugged in. Well. And I hearken back to trying to communicate that stewardship to the congregation about how how are people engaging i mean you're reading first word you're seeing all sorts of things on social media you hear wonderful stories and i feel like everybody in the congregation has a story about how how and why they're members of first lutheran and why why they love the church and we tried to visually represent that last fall when we had the stewardship tree on the the window and people taped leaves to the tree describing what ministries they're thankful are funded through the stewardship campaign. But are there, I mean, what other ministries are you guys thankful for that you maybe weren't historically involved in? Well, I just think the Sunday morning worship, that's, that's why we have the church. We come here to hear God's word and to receive the sacraments. And that, that's the bottom line. If we don't have that, we don't have anything. So uh, that's the, and being together, coming to church, like Aaron said, singing together. It's, it's wonderful. I think we take it too for granted until it was taken away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I miss the choir, but it was just nice to, it was, with life right now, it's, it would be hit and miss if I was able to come on Wednesday anyways, but it was just, mm-hmm. but just as a congregation, oh, just in those nice. early days to be able to sing together is, was priceless. Mm-hmm. No, and that's, I remember, you know, reviewing all the leaves on that tree mm-hmm. and those two really were, I feel, feel like the most common ones was music ministry that's something that our congregation does a phenomenal 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 job at and hearing the gospel hearing that gospel message from the pulpit 
from each other, from your normal everyday conversations that you can hear the gospel in your board meetings. You can hear the gospel in in Bible studies and just everyday conversation with your friends and family at First Lutheran, I think. Yes. That's, that's, that is, I mean, that's the reason why I'm at this church and then so many others are at this church too, but it just gives me so much peace knowing that I'm a member of a place that preaches the gospel. Thank you again for joining us on the First Lutheran Podcast at First Lutheran Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Join us for the next episode in this Lenten series featuring members of First Lutheran's Care and Health Board.